This is Ana Carmo with UN News. Although Africa pollutes less as a continent than others such as Europe or the Americas, it's suffering disproportionately from the impact of climate change, with drought and flooding having a profound impact on food security and agriculture. Ibrahima Cheikh Diang, a UN Assistant Secretary General and Director General of the African Risk Capacity Group of the World Food Programme, or WFP, was recently in Dubai, taking part in the Entrepreneurship and Investment Forum there. UN News' Anshu Sharma caught up with him on the sidelines of the event. In this interview, he speaks about what the region needs to do in terms of disaster risk reduction and the five-year early warning plan to boost climate action in the African continent. Well, first of all, let's start by recognizing that Africa, even though it pollutes less, but it suffers from the impact of climate change. And what exactly we're dealing with in the African continent is the impact of drought, tropical cyclone, and flood. And the impact it has on food security, the impact it has on the life of livelihood and uh, vulnerable communities, but more importantly, the impact it has on African agriculture. And I'm glad in the COP26 it's been recognized the loss and damages that Africa suffered because of climate change need to be addressed as well to make sure the Africans don't actually suffer from the impact of climate change. Post-COVID-19, we've seen uh, that climate action has become even more important now. So uh, how is the UN helping in uh, disaster resilience and climate action in the region? Well, first of all, by the climate action plan that the Secretary General has come up with, will be discussed in, in November. If I look at the actions that are being proposed, they're very action-oriented. Number one, what's something that's extremely important is what we call active forecasting. It's important for African countries to have access to a better information when it comes to the weather so they can anticipate. I think second, what we call early warning system, it allows policymakers to make a decision whether to return the risk associated with climate or to transfer the risk to the insurance market so they can mobilize resources. I think he also made the case in the action plan the importance of investing more into adaptation, investing in likely climate actions, but more importantly also to invest to improve the condition and the ecosystem requirement uh, on the African continent. I think all those actions combined, joining the initiative undertaken by the African themselves, will contribute to elevate the impact of climate change on the African continent, and I think this is really a step in the right direction. What are the challenges that you face along the way? What we face, uh, let's start first of all by the two steps that is extremely important for any climate action that occurs. Number one, the importance of proper planning. And that is to say, the African themselves have to plan in a way they have visibility on the exposure to the impact of climate. That visibility allows the Africans themselves to be able to actually make a conscious decision, particularly at the policy level, whether to return the risk or transfer the risk to the insurance market. And that's a step number one as an action. I think second, it's also important to have what we call planning. It allows the government in Africa to develop what we call contingency planning. that allows them to anticipate before the disaster happens so they can, uh, in a very consistent and sustainable manner, develop a system that allows Africans to react properly. And I think last is what we call the response. And that is to say, if they decide to transfer the risk to the insurance market, how much resources they can mobilize that allow them, as the first response, to come to the rescue of vulnerable communities. That's extremely important. 
And my organization, the African Risk Capacity, is all about planning, preparing, but also responding to the effect of disasters so we can make Africa more resilient. So, uh, do you think uh, somewhere the entrepreneurship and climate action are also interlinked, especially when we are talking about MSMEs and uh, agriculture, small agriculture farmers? So somehow uh, the businesses have to be more responsible, they have to be more sustainable. Uh, how do you look at it and how do you tackle this? Business? Well, first of all, they're connected. I talked about earlier the importance of early warning system, forecasting. Having access to that information is not only good for the government to plan accordingly, but also good for the small farmers and the agricultures and across the, the African continent. I think that's the starting point in making sure good information allows the small businesses who are involved in agriculture to plan properly. I think second, the small farmers are also exposed to the impact of climate change. They need an insurance that we call micro and miso insurance that allows them to have access to resources whereby if they're affected by the impact of climate change, they have resources that allows them basically to survive as institutions. I think last but not least, as Africa modernizes agriculture, trying to expand to feed itself, it is absolutely important that we have the safe social safety net that allows the African countries not only to protect themselves through the vulnerable communities that need to be protected, but more importantly, allows them to have a modern agriculture whereby but in the weather forecasting, the early warning systems, and other information that allows agriculture to be modern and be able to really uh, have modern uh, agriculture to feed themselves but also contribute to the GDP of our, our countries. Since uh, uh, Secretary General has announced a five-year early warning plan, how are you going to aid in that and uh, what is the future course of action? Well, I think our contribution will be at a different level. Number one, to make sure that the African concerns and challenge when it comes to climate change not only is known to all, which is what I talked about, the impact on the vulnerable communities, and make sure people understand the human face of the impact of climate change. And that is something that we can do through advocacy, to other forms of public policy kind of dialogue to make sure the information is actually known. Second, also to make sure organizations like ours, the African Risk Capacities, is involved actually in the solutions. The fact that we can help our member state to plan, prepare, and respond allows them to get additional resources in a speedy manner to respond to the impact of climate change in the African continent. And last but not least, just to understand not one institution alone can do this. So we favor what we call smart partnership by working with other institutions so together we can provide the resources Africa needs to plan better and plan better and respond better to the impact of climate change. And I think collectively, it's really important also we tell the stories of people who are affected by climate change by demonstrating that through our actions, we're saving lives. And those stories will inspire all of us to do more, but to demonstrate that it's our responsibility to make sure despite what's happening in climate change, the human face of the Africans affected by climate change should be showcased in a way that as we march toward COP27, the African context is put on, uh, on the table.